Hello, my name is Sam. And I'm Eli. And we are back with the Dynamic Duo Podcast, episode three on May 2nd. We got some things to talk about today, a lot of NBA games today, and the conclusion of the NFL draft. So we'll kick things off. Portland Trailblazers at the Boston Celtics. Eli, your thoughts? Uh, I think I think the Trailblazers will win that game. I, I, don't, I don't see the Celtics win, even though, you know, Celtics did pull off a big comeback and win last mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I just think, uh, you know, Trailblazers, they've been on a little run. And I think they're not going to stop. I think they're going to start winning a lot more games. And they're going to try to... They're, they're going to try their best to pass the Lakers in seeding-wise. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I agree with you on this one. I think the Trailblazers' backcourt is too much to handle for the Celtics. I believe Kemba's not playing. Jalen Brown is also dealing with some ankle injury. Um, Celtics had an impressive win last game against the Spurs, coming back from 32 points down. And I feel like that they're not going to be ready for the Trailblazers this game. Uh, even though it's at Boston, uh, I agree with your take on the Trailblazers beating the Boston Celtics in this one. Uh, Bucks and Nets is our next matchup. Um, I have the I have I have the Bucks. I, I want to say Harden's the only guy that's missing. Everybody else seems to be playing. Your thoughts? Uh, I I think I do have the Bucks win too. I think, I think it'll be a close game though. Yeah, very close. Giannis, uh, I think Giannis and Durant gonna have a good duel. Good duel, yeah. I think so too. Uh, let's move on to the Knicks and Rockets. Knicks are favored by nine and a half. Everybody they, on the Rockets. Yeah, I don't, I don't see the Knicks losing this game. I don't see them at all. I think they're missing only Mitchell Robinson, too. The Rockets are missing the entire freaking organization. I think they're going to put in their freaking scouting team in, in the lineup today's game. I'm, I'm going to be real with you. I think the Knicks are going to blow them out of the water by at least like 18 points or more. Yeah, I, I I just don't see the the Rockets winning. Even though they they did beat the what team did they beat? The they, beat the they beat the Bucks. They beat the Bucks. They beat the Bucks. They did Porter. beat the Bucks. Yep. But Kevin Porter Jr. fifty. But he, for example, he had to score fifty points. I don't think he's going to do that again. So yeah, yeah especially the Knicks having a really good defensive team. Not saying the Bucks aren't, but the Knicks. Uh, Tom Thibodeau led defense. Yeah, I, I really like the Knicks in this one. Seventy Sixers. At the San Antonio Spurs, your thoughts? I think I have the 76ers. I think, I think, in my opinion, even though, even oh yeah, they are a first seed in the East. I still think the 76ers are the team to win or a team to beat in the in the Eastern Conference. So, I think they're going to go to the finals. So I'm expecting them to win this game. And I'm I. I think we both have that agreement. We believe the Philadelphia 76ers will come out of the East if they remain the most healthy. Yeah. Um, aside from that, we'll talk about the game. And we're going to go with – I say the 76ers win as well. Um, DeRozan's the only guy I fear on the Spurs, but I'm, I'm pretty confident in how Philadelphia plays when they have Ben Simmons and Embiid in the lineup. So I want to say the Philadelphia 76ers win by at least – Eight, but we'll see. Um, moving on to the next matchup, we have the Suns at Thunder. Suns are favored by fifteen and a half points. Eli, 
I think it's an easy one for the Suns. Easy one for the Suns, but do they win by more than 15? I think they win more. I don't, I don't know about 15. That's tough. So, um, so you got the Suns within 15? I think Suns within 15. You know what's crazy? I think Suns win by 20. I think Suns win by 20 or more. I win think, by 20? Okay. Yeah. So I think the Thunder are missing Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Lou Dort, mm-hmm. and that's their backcourt right there. And I think... I think the Suns are are the healthiest, one of the healthiest teams too. Um, I, I don't I don't see CP3 and Devin Booker losing this game. I really don't. And I don't see this being within fifteen. I think it'll be a blowout, hundred percent. That is a possibility because the Thunder. Ooh. Oh man, Thun- Thunder! They, they won one game in the past seven. Oh jeez, yeah, that's bad. Yeah, so. We'll move on to the Kings at Mavericks. Kings are without De'Aaron Fox. Looks like Harrison Barnes and Shimizu Metu are not playing. And then Kristaps Porzingis is the only guy that's questionable on the Mavericks. Your thoughts on this game? I think the Mavericks are going to win. The Kings are out their best player. Um, I think it's just... It's going to be a flat-out blowout, in my opinion. You know, I think it's going to be a lot closer than, than anticipated. Um, I don't know why. I feel like the Kings are pretty pretty good against the Mavericks in recent games. Um, not saying they win, but they they have been pretty pretty okay. I mean, they even beat the LA Lakers with LeBron's first game back. So they could have tried to build a little momentum off that because they are still trying to make the play-in tournament at the 12th seed in the West. So it will be it will be interesting. I still think Mavericks win the game, but I don't think it'll be a huge margin. I think I'm, I say around seven. I say I, around seven. Yeah, I think I can agree with that. I I don't know. I just without their best player, I think I think I have to give a Mavericks blowout. Yeah. I mean, I, I hope you're right. I hope the Mavericks do blow them out. Um, let's move on to the Heat playing at the Hornets. I believe LaMelo Ball, your, your not favorite ball brother and my favorite ball brother are playing. Yeah, I, th- I think, playing. I think, he, I think they're going to win. I think the Hornets are going to, they're on a, they got their rookie back. Mm-hmm. They're all looking pretty healthy. He, I, th- I think they're going to win. I the think they're going to win this game. The Heat are missing Victor Oladipo, Tyler Hero. Um, Charlotte Hornets are missing Gordon Hayward and Devontae Graham. Which, two pieces of both teams that are very important. Um, but I want to say the best two players on the Hornets, I want to say, are LaMelo Ball and Miles Bridges. And the best two players on the Heat are obviously Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. And they're both in the lineup. I think it's going to be a really good game. I, I really think it's going to be a tight one. Ah. Uh, do I? Mm, I don't know. I, I, I'm I'm leaning towards the Hornets on this one, just because they are the home team, and I really like Lamelo Ball in this. Yeah, um, I think Lamelo Ball is gonna have a crazy game today, so I think I have the Hornets winning. Yeah, you know what? I think I'm just for the sake of argument. I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you on this one. I'm gonna agree with you. I think the Hornets do win this one, but it's gonna be a close one, like a four point game, five, maybe three, maybe. Yeah, it's it's gonna be close. It's gonna be tough. Uh, Toronto Raptors at the LA Lakers, 7 p.m. tonight. Who you got? I got Lakers. Easy. I got Lakers. Right? That's easy. It feels like an easy one. Um, more or less than eight, because they are favored by eight points. 
I'm going to say more than eight. Yes. Yeah. Where they finally show what they can do. I don't know why, but every game, LeBron's first game back from an injury, the opening game with any LeBron-led team, they always mess up the first game. But their next three or four games are always good. They just are. And this is the they already suffered the loss against the Kings. Now they're playing the Toronto Raptors in a back-to-back night. In my opinion, I think the LA Lakers will blow these guys out of the water. I don't see them losing. Dennis Schroeder is out for tonight due to health and safety protocols. But I, I, think, I think that does help LeBron more. It's because he'll have the ball in his hands a little bit more. And I'd like THT off the bench as the backup point guard now rather than having Schroeder handle the ball now. AD has been, you know, getting his legs back. I, I, I see him shooting a lot more, but at least he's uh, starting to get his legs back. LeBron, first, now it's about to be his second game. I see LeBron going 25-8-8 eight, and eight in this one as a stat line. Um, yeah, I think the LA Lakers win by at least 10 points or more. I think you can agree with me on that one. Yeah, I agree with that. That concludes the NBA portion of the podcast as we move along to the NFL. Um, let's talk about that draft. Trey Lance at three. I, I, th- I think we can skip Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson at one and two, right? I think yeah, we both have that. We already knew that. Uh, we, as, you know, as I'm an LA Rams fan, you are a Seattle Seahawks fan. Yeah. We, we definitely have the 49ers in there in the division, and we feared if they drafted Trey Lance, what that can do for them. They drafted Trey Lance. Your thoughts, Eli. We'll start with you. Your thoughts. Uh, it's, it's kind of scary. kind of scary. Honestly, I agree. Yep, He didn't play that many games in college, right? He only played 17. He went 17-0. and 0. He started 17 of them. He went 17-0. and 0. I understand, North Dakota State. But... You know, what's the one thing that NFL teams look for in quarterbacks? Their traits. Any kind of mechanical thing, they can fix, right? They can mold them to the way they want. But the things that are out of their control, their height, their hand size, their their wingspan, like their abilities and traits, they can't control. So when you look at Trey Lance as a quarterback, excuse the school, excuse the wins and losses, excuse the programs. If you look at Trey Lance, if you look at all those quarterbacks that were left, it was Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. I think it should have gone Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones in terms of traits, in terms of athletic ability, you know? So I, I heard that. And I'm scared. Like, I was, I, like, when I saw, when I heard Trey Lance's name get called, I'm like, dang, it really is going to happen. 49ers are going to be back in the Super Bowl conversation, maybe not this year, but probably next year. And I hate to say it. Because our teams are going to struggle against the 49ers. Yeah, that's going to be tough to go against, man. When, if they're healthy, offensively, defensively, you know? Ah, jeez, I don't know. Very scary. I don't know. Let's move, uh, let's move down to the fifth seed, or fifth draft pick. Jamar Chase. I told you. I told you. Oh, uh, yikes. Okay, what a bad pick from them. Um... I think they should have went for an O-line big time. <laughs> Even though, yes, they did need, they did need star power, mm. the O-line was so important. Yeah. Um, honestly, I knew – I had a feeling they would draft Jamar Chase just for that uh, collegiate duo championship run from LSU. Um, 
but yeah, they definitely needed the Pinai Sewell. I gotta be real. That that is the one that is the one need they needed. They need somebody to protect Joe Burrow to the point where he doesn't get injured like what happened last year. And I I, I get why they drafted Jamar Chase, but at the same time, I look around that receiving core. You, get, you still have Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. T. Higgins, I like. Tyler Boyd is probably on his way out, but what are you gonna do? You know, I, I, now you got those three guys. Joe Burrow's still recovering, but with a really bad O line. Like they got talent around Joe Burrow, but they need a better offensive line to help them. And I'm and I think there's a second round pick they used it on a on a Clemson offensive tackle, but you know there's a big dr- drop from Penai Sewell, Rashawn Slater. Um, there's one more I'm forgetting. Elijah Vera Tucker. Like these guys were high end offensive tackles, and then you go in the later draft. Not saying that they won't be good, just. The talent, you, you know what I mean? Like the talent, the skill set isn't up to date like those guys were. That That is a problem. Um, Lions get Penai Sewell at the seventh spot. That's going to help Jared Goff out to throw, you know, incomplete passes a little bit later. But aside, <laughs> but aside, aside from that, uh, they... You know, I think the Lions needed a receiver more than the Bengals, but it is what it is. Uh, let's move down to your thoughts on Chicago Bears trading up to get Justin Fields. Great. That's probably the biggest move from the first round. I, I think the I, best move, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Justin Fields, I think, is going to be phenomenal in the league. I really do. A lot of people try to write these like there's always that one good quarterback that every every NFL scout tries to write off Lamar Jackson being one year um, I can go on and on about that stuff but then there's always that one quarterback that is supposed to excel and then diminishes and that's that's not Justin Fields I think Justin Fields is the Lamar Jackson of that of that being hated on kind of player to now being excellent and I think he's going to transition great in Chicago um, you you tell me you I I gotta I gotta hear from you a little bit more on on the Justin Fields pickup for Chicago. It's a great pickup. They needed a quarterback because Trubisky's not it. Definitely Andy Dalton's not it. So well, Andy Dalton's a starter. Andy Dalton is. Uh, yeah, is, he's, he's yeah. gonna start. I guess. Uh, uh, I I just think it was a great pickup because even if he doesn't play this year, he'll develop. Then he'll be ready the next year. Yeah, yeah, I think I think that's huge. Uh, because I think uh, I think it was Matt Nagy, the head coach of the Bears, or or the GM of the Bears. I'm, I'm forgetting who that was on that scouting team, like one of the head scouting uh, people for the Kansas City Chiefs to trade up to get Patrick Mahomes. So if if it does work out, if if this guy, you know, now being the GM of the Bears, or the or was it the head coach? It's one of the two. Pushes up draft, you know, trades enough capital, get moves up in the draft to draft a, a quarterback that they believe that can be the f- face of the franchise. And then being Justin Fields, I, I can see it. Like, I can see, not saying he's going to be Mahomes, but I can see him being a quarterback for the future of the Chicago Bears. I think you agree with me on that. Yeah, I 100% agree on that. Uh, let's go down to the 15. Mac Jones at 15. Patriots. Your thoughts, expectations. Did you believe that they were going to move up? 
they I thought they were gonna move up, but they got to steal the pick in my opinion. That's a, that's a good pick at number fifteen. That's a good pick in my opinion. Yeah, the fact that you didn't have to give up any more assets to get the quarterback you essentially wanted out of all of them, like that was the one they they were targeting. They're like, listen, we want Mac Jones. You know, then they heard that 49ers might get him at three, so then they went to Justin Fields. That was their second quarterback option. But isn't that isn't that insane? Patriots don't move. Get Mac Jones at 15. It, I think that's ridiculous. I'm not – and Mac Jones, you know, out of the five, I think he'll be the worst one out of the five. But he's in the best system possible next to Trey Lance. Those are the two guys. Am I right? Like Bill Belichick? Yeah, yeah because because you know Bill Belichick is a great coach. Just need to see, just I just need to see how he plays, man. I just need to see how he plays. So he, didn't, he didn't he didn't he didn't win me off at all in any of the combine. None of that. Yeah, but even that, like, let's say he plays like a system quarterback. Like, if he plays, does his role. You know, they want to ground and pound, throw to the tight ends. You know, quick dump offs. Kind of like Tom Brady in his late thirties, kind of kind of thing. But if Mac Jones, you know, a younger, you know, they're trying to compare him to Tom Brady a little bit in that sense. But it's like this guy has some kind of athletic ability. He's not, you know, he ran a four eight, nothing crazy, but he can, you know, move around the pocket, move outside of the pocket, still throw the ball like fifty yards down the field. He's still good enough to be. A, a starting quarterback in the league, maybe the franchise quarterback for the Patriots, but is he is he that guy that you would trade up for? No. The fact that they got him at fifteen is ridiculous. I think you can agree. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a W for the Patriots. Huge W. Huge W. I, I, I just couldn't believe it. And we gotta talk about the Packers. Oh, we gotta talk about the Packers. Aaron Rodgers, what is going on? What do you think is gonna happen? From what is, I don't know if you've seen the reports, but there's a chance even if they if they don't move him and they don't make any changes to the team, he's considering retiring. Think about an NFL MVP the year prior to retiring the year later. Like that's just ridiculous. That's I don't crazy. I don't understand the Packers front office. This guy tells you he wants a wide receiver last year in last year's draft. You trade up to draft a quarterback. You, yeah, that's already strike one, and that's that's not that's like strike one and two. You traded up for a quarterback, not even like you sat down and be like, oh yeah, look, listen, the best player available is Jordan Love. No, you traded up. They're like, oh, oh, you know, one of those big time round one receivers are available. Yo, who 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 are they going to get to pair him up with Devontae Adams? No, they get J- Jordan Love. Like, huh? You want a receiver? Fine, we'll get your replacement ready. It's like, yeah, what do you mean? Like that was ridiculous, and then not to mention. He didn't even get to control that fourth down call in last year's NFC Championship. He's saying it wasn't his call. How do you not give your MVP the chance to go for it on fourth and fourth and what goal at the, at the, the goal. at the eight or nine yard line? You kidding me? Drop a play, get Devonte Adams or Robert Tanyan open. That's a tub. That's a win. You're in the Super Bowl. Especially when you have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, I, I would I would go nine, maybe eight out of ten times that Aaron Rodgers would convert that fourth and goal and score a touchdown. Eight out of ten times. I think that's I think that was ridiculous for them. 
and and not to mention, you know, there are trade reports that he might go to the Denver Broncos. Could you imagine Mahomes, oh, Herbert, Aaron Rodgers in the same division? That's that's a scary division. I mean, I and then apparently, you know, he, there was reports that he wants that GM fired, right? Yeah. And if he says nothing changes, then he's out. Like, that's ridiculous. Like that division has completely widened. Like it completely opened up to whoever wants to win that division. I think the Vikings have the best chance now. Yeah, yeah, the Vikings definitely have the best chance to win that division. See if Kirk Cousins can throw past twenty yards, though. We'll see. And and to the right team, not to the wrong team. Exactly. Oh man, that's it's 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 insane. It's insane. Um, that concludes our twenty-minute podcast going on today. Um, tune in next time for the episode four, uh, where we talk about the NBA more so due to the playing tournament, and the playoffs coming up sooner. The NFL is going to be on a little bit of a pause since the draft is, is concluded. Free agency is concluded. We're just waiting for the season to start. And thanks for tuning in. And I hope you all have a great day. Appreciate the listens. And see you all later. See you.